called Eddie Brandt's Saturday Matinee. Yep. Eddie, you've, Eddie, heard, you've heard of it. Of course. I've used my stuff. Eddie just passed away a few months ago. Oh, yeah. really? Yeah. Well, it's his whole family, isn't it? Uh, yep. He was a guy. What he was, he was the band boy for the Spike Jones Orchestra. Is that right? And he wound up being such a big movie fan, he just went ahead and started his own video store. And he had very hard to find movies. Yeah. And that's what he did. Uh, Leonard so. Maltin's uh, 1993 uh, movie guide, which they don't make them like this anymore. I mean, you, you can't find a decent movie guide anymore. They have, mm-hmm. I mean, look at the stuff they've turned out in the last 10 years. Yeah. 15, 20 years. But um, in his book, it's, uh, he's got a plug for it. Uh, it was uh, Abraham Saturday Matinee, Colton Colfax Avenue, mm-hmm. South Hollywood. I'm, I'm sorry, South Hollywood, California. It said, uh, in here, it says, Superfan A is the same, I'm sorry, it's the light in here. Superfan Eddie is the name above the title, but wife Claire, son Donovan, and daughter Claire do plenty of hands-on work, too, answering constant calls, searching out super rare videos for which Brant's is famous. It's a well-stocked and well-connected outlet run by people who love movies and TV. Um, uh, also stocks large collection of stills and posters for sale. And, excuse me, <laughs> I won't be able to talk much longer until I start up again. Um, in that uh, that little featurette that they did on on Eddie Brent's on TCM, uh, they said, I guess it was Eddie they were interviewing, mm-hmm. and uh, they said that um, they have directors come in and <laughs> ask if they have a copy of their movie, of such and such movie. So, well, well, didn't you direct that movie? Yeah, but I don't have a copy of it. <laughs> <laughs> and also actors, a lot, lot of celebrities, and mm-hmm. but a lot of producers, directors that don't have a copy of their own work. And they can find it. They said they can, they can get you anything. And I've always... Well, one of these days, I'm going to call them up, or when I get a, you know, get internet, I'll email and see if they have Ollie Hoffman, they'll save them. Bliss, cause, because I would, would like to see what Mother thought was so funny. She just, she just crack up. She couldn't tell me what it was about. Just that it was so funny. And, um, anyway, when, when he mentioned that, I hadn't thought of that in a long time. Wow. <laughs> so I wanted to Don't you uh, pass that on to him that, that, well, he probably knows. You guys that are in the business, you and Patricia and, and Bill and everybody, they already, probably already know about Eddie Brands anyway. I think I'm the only one here. Uh, I don't think Bill and Mike would have known, but... Connections, you have connections. Yeah, well... Resources and... Famous place at one time. So, how long has he... Uh, when did he pass away? This year. This year? Yep. Yep. Like in, in the summer. Well, I hope his family keeps 
can keep the business going. You know? oh, I hope so, too. But, um, I've got their phone number here, too. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them. Not that movie. And watch that be the one movie in that, whole career. That they don't have. They don't. <laughs> 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 you guys, I'm gonna let you go because I'm gonna start coughing and I can't talk anymore. Okay. Love you, Patricia. Love you too. Feel better. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting there. It's just taking a while. It sounds like it. You're better. You're much better than you were the other night, but you have oh, a way yeah. to go. I was really hoarse. Well, good night, you guys. You Love too, you. Same here, Dwayne. Bye, bye bye. Okay. Are it's, you there? I still. It's only thirteen at the one here on the west coast. You know, it doesn't sound so awful when you say it. Well, I'm in, I'm 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 on the left coast and you're over on the right coast, so somehow it's a little different in time. Just a little bit, and oh. I want to know who the person was who did that to us. I don't know. Hello there. I you're on the air. What? Yeah, it's Kurt from La Habra. <gasps> well, Kurt, hi. How are you doing? Um, well, a little better. Uh, yesterday, last night was relatively difficult, but um, oh. To, to get back to a couple things that Max said, yeah, uh, Charles Durning was the, uh, the the star of TV and Broadway, and The Quiet Please, I think, was probably Rain on New Year's Eve that he was trying to remember. Um, perfect. So I perfect. thought you would like to know those two things, and um, yeah, I listened to the. Uh, KPFK runs the Al Jazeera coverage at two in the afternoon. Okay. So that's when, that's when they. Uh, so we get to hear Max Handywook. Yes, that's which I, which I, of course I never knew that because I know <laughs> we hear the show, but we never knew, you know, we never hear, you know, who produces it or whatever. There you go, our buddy Max does that. Sends it out. Um, and the other thing is, I know for me, I will not listen to a really terrible Fidelity show, even if it's a show I like. It, I usually just, you know, at a certain point, you just can't listen to it. And I think in the 70s, we put up with a lot more bad quality because that's all that existed. Right. And I think knowing that there's that there's good stuff out there has spoiled us. I think so. I, I think I think so. I mean, we got in, you know, in the old days, it was a secret where the masters were. Nobody knew who had what masters. Now, it's pretty common knowledge who got what in a lot of different cases, if it's available. And so we're able to get closer to the master. So I think we've we, we gotten used. Well, you know, those of us who've been connected at the hobby gotten used to uh, trying to find the best choice to get it out there that way. Right. One, th one thing that I noticed at Christmas, of course I notice this every year because it's getting worse and worse. Yeah. Is years ago, when Christmas came around... Um, I don't know about you, but I know that I always had to listen, especially on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, because other people were running different stories. They were running, you know, every, you could hear Dylan Thomas doing Child's Christmas in Wales, and you could hear all this different stuff. And, of course, now we're down to, you know, Mannheim steamroller guy doing Christmas Across America or whatever the heck it was, mm -hmm. and there's about two different things, and that's it. They may be running different hours, but, the, you know, the, the amount of... of you know, radio is so vanilla anymore, it's all the same. And, you know, you just, um, 
except for like Pacifica, which you know runs different stuff, and and yeah. you never know, you know, and it, it's different a lot of the time. Every every the radio across the whole U.S. is it's exactly the same, and I, it really is too bad. Uh, well, I grew up on talk radio, and I used to listen to a ton of it in the 70s and 80s. But right now, I don't listen to 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 to, to traditional talk radio too much because I miss I miss how talk radio used to be 35 years ago. I uh, well, and not to mention the fact that you only have X number of shows. It's like well, between ESPN and um, uh, who's the guy that, that um, and George Norrie. Yeah. The whole the whole U.S. is carpeted with the same stuff. Yeah. Especially at night. Yeah. And so I mean I like Peter Tilden out here and I I called and talked a number of times on his show. Yeah. On KABC out here, but I mean there's just not the, there's just not the, the the really interesting stuff to listen to anymore. And of course you know I mean you guys this is a good week because you guys have your show on. But, right. But I mean you know there's there's just it really kind of bothers me because there just is less and less to really, you know, to really discover anymore. Yeah, uh, we I got a call this afternoon from uh, Neil Ellis, and he just called to say hi, and he basically just said, you know, uh, that's what's happened. He felt the same way. He said he it's just not much for him to make a living in local radio because there's not the opportunities anymore in the Maryland, Washington, D.C. market, and uh, uh, it's just, it's tougher and tougher, uh, it's more, uh, it's more can, and it's not, as, it's not as fun. Yeah, between, between Clear Channel and Cumulus, yeah. you know, what else is left? Yeah, it's true. So, I, I, I don't know, that kind of, it, it really does kind of bother me, and of course, you know, nothing really happens um, on New Year's anymore, you know, they used to do stuff. They would even even do a couple of things on New Year's, and they, you know, they just don't do that anymore. Yep. If you're not a bit, if you're not a sports fan, um, which I am, so I'm lucky this way. But if you're not a sport, there's just not a lot of choices on the radio anymore. Yeah. It's just not. Yeah, that's true. Yep. Yeah. Well, it gives me time to read, and and um, actually, something kind of funny. <laughs> I taped Audio Noir, which is a which is a website. Mm-hmm. I think it's audionoir.net. And a couple of days ago, I'm listening to the radio shows. And I think it was in the middle of a Johnny Deller, and all of a sudden, they start. It cuts into Bob Dylan. And whoever was running the the show, I guess, wanted to hear a couple of cuts of Bob Dylan because they played a few cuts, and they went back to the beginning of the next show, which was a Johnny Deller in Bad Fidelity or something, mm-hmm. and they went back to the Bob Dylan. <laughs> and I, and I have no way of knowing if they, you know, if, if they even know that that's happening. Uh, but um, I think that's kind of funny. Wow. But I heard a, um, I heard a, a lion's eye, um, not with Jack Webb, but with the other guy that, that came after him. But it was a, it was a rehearsal uh-huh. that was quite interesting. And they do seem to have a lot of the lineup in pretty good quality. Good. So, you know, a lot of those shows, it's funny how you would think that OTRR would get the best sounding uh, 
copies of, of whatever show they have. Sure. And that seems to have be, been the case with Suspense and Escape. Sure. But I know that some of these shows, they did not get some of these better shows, you know, better quality shows that we've been hearing. Like Broadway is my beat. I don't mm-hmm. know how many of the good, good show, good sound quality shows they had. But that was kind of a typical, um, uh, a typical show because the writers on that were, you know, they they picked up that very human touch, right? And that was, you know, was was very interesting. Anyway, Patricia, how is your sister? My sister is doing much better. Thank you for asking. She really scared me. Well, I'm glad she's doing better. Yeah, yeah, it, I, it was surprising. I mean, she's, she's still flat out on bed, but she can at least get up a little bit. And, um, you know, she, she's just moving in the right direction, and I don't have to. <laughs> you know, it really was a logistical problem here, but... Um, Excuse me, but what is that noise? Walden, I think are you doing something? I have my microphone off. Something sounded like you're either rattling a bag or... Uh, yes, I was reaching for the two-shoe bag. Oh. oh. Can you imagine? You oh. know, this guy has been crunching or, or mushing Tootsie Rolls all night. Speaking of Tootsie Rolls, I just found out that the, in the um, drumsticks, you know, the, the, the cones with the, um, the nuts on the top, and some, I guess, have chocolate and some have vanilla. Okay. Well, I guess under the drumstick brand, there's chocolate, and there's vanilla, and there's caramel. Oh, so there's, three, there's three different yeah. kinds. So, if so I should make arrangements to have some delivered oh, no, no, to no, the no. kid. I, no, that would be difficult to do because you'd have to have it shipped in in dry ice, and that would be a, a real problem. But well, his mom could help me. She'll bring some home for him. Well, actually, the place the place that they have the, the sixteen. And maybe you can buy just the caramel ones. I don't know because I don't actually go shopping. Is uh, Sater Brothers and Sater Brothers? Well, that's the place we shop. Well, if you if you are interested, like I said, um, Cappy's son just told us today that they do have the 16 count box, which has I think chocolate, vanilla, and caramel as with that in, inside. The drumstick. Well, the drumsticks. Yeah. Yep. I uh, I probably have uh, been a while. I love drumsticks, but it's been a while since we had some. So, well, I should go. I should go get them just just for Patricia. Like I said, this is this is this was news to me. And I'll I, make the sacrifice just for Patricia. Go go get a, a um. I see. A tissue roll drum. That's the second time you've mentioned that <laughs> in the same sentence. <laughs> what I tell you three times is true. So. Yes, if you say if you say it often enough and loud enough, it becomes true. That's right. That's true. So anyway, when I when I heard that tonight, I thought, well, it's we I've got to go. I've got to make sure Walden is aware of that because that will add to his caramel um, uh, accessibility question. Do, do anybody know that they make sushi roll drumsticks? I wouldn't think so. Okay. It's difficult to eat. Well, ice, ice cream and chewy. Yeah, no, it'd be difficult to eat. I think, I mean, yes, they'd be good, but it would, you know, you could you could pull out your teeth at the same time you were freezing them. I don't know how that. Mmm. Taste good. Anyway, so um, 
Do you have a question for me? No. Okay. <laughs> oh, dear. I'm just filling my Cheerios tonight. Okay. Hold on. Let me see what we got here. Do you want Christmas or radio? I'll, I'll take my chance on Christmas. On Christmas. All right. Well, hold on. Let me get my Christmas ones. Christmas trivia. Let's see here. Um... Well, I asked that one already last night, and that was a hard one. Um, um, I asked that one. Gee, I asked a whole bunch of them here. Just a minute. Okay, well, okay, well, I have not listened to last night's show yet, so. Well, you haven't. All right, well, in that case, who was seated next to the person singing the Jingle Bells song? Who was by his side? Uh, hmm. I, I think Fred said that didn't he? He never heard 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 it before. He never think there was a second right. verse of the song. Remember right. that, Patricia? Very good. What was her first name? You you've got it. I'll I'll give you credit for it. What was her first name? Well, I would think Fanny, because otherwise, because uh, otherwise she'd be Fanny, and I can't. I don't know. Fanny. You got know. it. <laughs> it was uh, Miss Fanny Bright was seated by his side. Yeah, yeah. So if Kurt knows about it and Fred doesn't, I think Fred needs to um, get some lyrics from me. It just so I'll I, just, yeah, yeah. It just so happens that, that uh, I remember... I forget if it was a Barbara Streisand version of that song that I heard years ago. Oh, really? Boy, she got a she definitely have a unique version of Jingle Bell, doesn't she? Yes. I don't think I've ever heard it. I oh, think I would have remembered Patricia, it if I, I had. Think, Patricia, I never if you, heard it. If you ever heard Barbara Streisand version of Jingle, you would never re forget it. They and you may never want to hear, hear it again. again. <laughs> I'm I'm not wild about about a lot of these non-Christmas. These non-traditional Christmas songs, but um, actually, do you? Uh, I, yeah, because she does have the one Christmas album out. I think. Mm -hmm. I think she does. Yeah. I think she only has the one. But anyway, yeah. So. I was looking for Christmas quotes the other night, and they uh, these these quotes are clustered with key words so there were a whole lot of things that really didn't have to do with christmas although christmas was in the quote and wound up under this umbrella and there were several from musicians who emphasized in one way or another that a singer should only ever have one christmas cd and this is in current times. I, I'm, I know that they're not talking in previous times, like with Bing or, or Dean Martin. But in the current musical industry or music industry, it is not done to have nobody. It, it was almost pejorative. Nobody should have more than one Christmas CD in circulation. Well, I, I, have, to dis I have to respectfully disagree. I do, too. But I thought it was interesting that so many of them said the same thing. And I don't know why. Because by the, by the second one, you're kind of scraping the bottom of the barrel. Uh, if you if um, if um, except the one exception I can think of is Kathy Matea. 
Jesse Matea has two of my favorite Christmas albums ever. And um, she, uh, you know, um, she emphasizes the religious. Right. And um, uh, like I said, they're two of my favorite Christmas albums because they're they're really traditional. And in her case, if she made a third one, I would buy it. You know, I was just thinking about um, Tennessee early Ford. I remember l- looking through my mom's Christmas uh, collection. And he used to do a lot of gospel albums. And to think about it, you don't think any too many of the current music artists now even doing crossover work and doing gospel songs like they did back in the 50s and 60s. You're right. And not only that, but but you look at a lot of the, like especially a lot of the country ones where you think that there might be uh, traditional Christmas songs, and there are actually very few. Mm-hmm. People stick to the same old songs, and um, I mean, I suppose for the public it's nice because you, they 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 know what to expect in a sense. But I really miss the fact that that there is so much um, uh, very uplifting Christmas music out there, and um, everybody ends up with uh, Santa Claus is coming to town and and Blue Christmas and and. Um, and, um, of course, one of the best examples of a song which I actually thought was a myth was Gene Autry's version of Up on the Housetops, which actually, when it, it got redone, I think some of the remakes were better than his just because they did different stuff with the melody that I thought fit better with the song. Right. But, um, yeah, there's so much out there that, that could be uplifting, and um, people just skip it. And I think that's, I, I, my suspicion is that it's audience-driven. And so it's audience-driven as much as the same thing that we've talked about so many times is, you know, uh, taking religion out of everything. Yeah. Well, the, the flip side to that, if you look at it from running around on the other side of the table, is that maybe it's not consumer-driven. The consumers are just buying what's being put out. Well, that's true too. But but uh, my uh, my my question is, and I I would love to ask some of the artists is say, hey, listen, you know, how much input do you have about what goes on these albums? You know, do they come to you and say you're going to sing these songs? You are going to sing these traditional, well, these non-traditional, non-religious songs, and that's what most of the songs are going to be about and they never ask them I don't I wouldn't think is this okay with you they just say this is what you're going to sing and I think that's too bad um, but you know I, I found it interesting that um, I was reading Johnny Cash bio on Wikipedia a few months ago and it's a gigantic bio on Wikipedia oh yeah I but, imagine and I did not realize, after he left Sun Records, I think he signed with Columbia, I think that was the next major label, I think it was. Yes. He had it guaranteed in the contract that he got to always do gospel albums anytime he won as part of the contract. And I got thinking, that's interesting that he would make that a mandatory deal in his uh, record label, with a major record label, that he, he, it was part of the deal. Yeah. And, you know. the, 
and the fact that they the fact that they gave it to him, mm-hmm. yeah, that is a, that is definitely a surprise. Yeah. But but yet, if you know Johnny Cash's material, it's not a surprise at all. No. Uh, you know, I think I, I think under the exterior of this guy that basically kind of did so much damage to his voice with speed and stuff like that mm-hmm. was was a singer who was really serious about um, about everything he did and um, yeah uh, whatever private life aside I mean you know uh, which we know was you know controversial in some ways just because of of what it was and when it was mm-hmm. and when people you know didn't didn't publicize these, you know, the divorces and the and the whatever, you know. Uh, he was a very serious musician, and, and uh, both in words and music. Yeah. And actually, was not afraid to do something that was so far outside the box that it was really surprising, but yet doing it so well that you know, you were proud that he that he had the guts to do it, even if it. Even if it maybe failed a little bit, yeah. And I think that's what I think that's why Johnny Cash is a, is so important in in music. He was not afraid to not afraid to fail and not afraid to try new things. Right. So anyway, uh, yeah, we got a lot of uh, a lot of interesting uh, um, information from Max tonight, um, and. Uh, yeah, I, I think I know they're right about Pacifica because uh, one good crisis, I think he's right. I think one good crisis could could take the station down because it's always tottering on the edge of disaster. Yeah. Uh, because you have so many people with so many uh, viewpoints and so many... Actually, we're lucky in Southern California because we have Ray Tuckman from Midnight to on Monday through Thursday mm-hmm. and uh, the other stations that don't have that because I've been where they were and a lot of the stuff is really not especially listenable yeah so but but that's specific for you yeah so and of course they used to do a great deal but they did science fiction and they had a show which ran for years they have their folk program which has been on for 40 some years with Roz Larman, even though Howard's uh, now gone, yeah, and uh, where you get a, a, a singer for an hour to talk and, and play and do it and say what he or she wants, and just a dynamite um, place for them to, to put out, you know, what they want to say and not be held in by this what is folk music question, and we can only play certain songs by certain artists and all that. So, good though. Anyway, uh, is anything else happening with you guys? Uh, well, I'm going to be on with Joey Corner's son on Friday night with Johnny Rory, and then Stuart King will be on Sunday, and Patricia, uh, besides Saturday, will be with us New Year's Eve at 10.30 Eastern Time. So, okay. I think we're good. Right, Patricia? That's what you're planning. Well, that sounds like fun, and it sounds like a uh, sounds like a good a good place to um, to celebrate New Year's Eve. You bet. Um, I will be. It's a wonderful place. It is for sure. You bet. Definitely. Um, 
I will be taping um, KUSC's New Year's Eve bash. Even well, I don't know because, uh, like I said, what the radio replay does to the cuts is is uh, is is really a problem. But uh, every year they run stuff, and I say. If KPFK ran some of that same stuff, they'd get thrown off the air. But <laughs> AUSC can run it, and nobody says a thing. That's true. So there's a Mark Twain story called 1602, uh, which brings to mind. And if any other station ran that that uh, little 20-minute piece, they would be off the air. But K- KUSC has run that for the last at least 20 to 25 years. Wow. And uh, so, but yeah, that sounds like fun, and I will certainly, since uh, um, we're not going anywhere, and and, uh, unfortunately with my chemo, I can't drink at all, (laughs) which I suppose is a good thing, even though I sometimes miss it. Yeah. Uh, But uh, I will be listening, and um, I will certainly talk to you guys on Saturday. Sounds great. Great. I, one more quick thing, I have to go tomorrow to get my labs because my kidney function is is back up in the high regions so under cutting my chemo because of the kidney function, and so I have to uh, drink a lot of water and try to get that back under control, and it's been bouncing around, and of course I feel okay without, you know, even though it's relatively high, so that's a kind of a, a tricky thing because you don't realize that you're up in the danger zone, um, you know, because you don't feel bad. Yeah. And so that's, you know, kind of hard. So then they call me and they say, oh, by the way, did you take your Revlimid? And I said, yes. And I said, well, we wish you hadn't done that. And I said, oh, okay. I have to go get special extra labs tomorrow and then next week go for my next chemo. So, but, you know, it all goes with the disease. And uh, so, and like I said, last night was, you know, no, whoops, my, my phone just, the power just went out on my phone. Uh-oh. I did that. Anyway, but uh, I'll be listening to you guys, and keep up the good work, and uh, you're you're getting some some enlargement of the, of the family. Yes. And um, now we have, I mean, you have to consider Max the Gene Shepard, um, one of the premier Gene Shepherd experts out there. Well, he is the expert for I'm concerned. Well, yeah, there are there are some others that are, are near him in in how much they know, but right. yeah, right. Um, he certainly is the the, the most uh, you know uh, what he has the most certainly the most material by a long shot. Very much so. And so you know I'm, we're glad glad to hear that. Uh, and hopefully his eyes are going to be fine. You bet. So, you and I, you and I certainly know what his <laughs> looking for word pattern. And, you bet. And we've all done that. You bet. Where the heck is it? You bet. I know it's here. <laughs> anyway, so I will talk to you guys later and uh, have fun. Okay, Kurt. Thank you. Feel better. I'll try. Talk to you later. All right. Well, should we do it, Patricia? We should do it. All right. How about we save our shows until uh, Saturday? Sounds good. So why don't you... Or are you all frisky? No, I'm fine. But if you you think this is such a good show, why don't don't we uh, save it for next week? Hello there. You on there? Hello? 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 Hello?
Well, I won't take too much of your time. You're not. There he is. Oh, my Are gosh, you? you know. I, I thought you guys would be lost here long gone, but my gosh. <laughs> you might you have to take another cup of post tomorrow. <laughs> it's, 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 all, it's all his fault. Your fault. But you guys. Yours. Great. Me. Patricia, I give you a lot of credit, man. You, three, what, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday? Well, I don't know when you sleep. I'm beginning to wonder myself. <laughs> it's well, all Walden's fault. She getting the, she, she made me do. She getting fighting. She getting fighting off. I have to come back to work. I know. Well, yeah, but my and, and she gets Sunday off, and I have to go back to work. No, but you gotta figure Patricia is three hours ahead of you. You know. Thank you, Ron. <laughs> Ron always feels sorry for me. This is and, good. And plus, Walden. Yes. Patricia is 78 years old, and you know, that's right. into consideration, yeah. I mean, that's tough. So. You have to treat me nice. I do. I, I love my adorable. That's why, that's why I want to put her in a bit as soon as possible, because she got to get ready, she got to get ready for another show in 36 hours. That's right. Is Ron does himself irresistible? Okay, Patricia, Are you, when you, seriously, when what? you go to bed at around 5.30 your time, what? Are you kidding? It'll be nine. What time do you get up? Well, the, the, see, yesterday, uh, or last night, or this morning, when we finished, see, we get all wound up with the show, so I didn't get to sleep until about nine o'clock. It was almost nine o'clock when I got when I got to bed. I mean, I don't know when I went to sleep, but not too long after that. And then I was up at one, so four hours, four not a lot. Hours. You're nuts. <laughs> I know, well, I know, but it's all Walden's fault. Well, well I, I'd be a walking zombie, man, if, if I kept that kind of hours. Oh, gee. That's remarkable. And No, it's oh. it's stupid. It's not remarkable. <laughs> it's stupid. Or if we say in New York, be, stupid. If you want to be honest, well, you're probably right. That's stupid. But anyway... <laughs> <laughs> Who was the guy that it's you were talking stupid. to, Walden yeah. and Patricia, before, you know, about broadcasting and stuff? About, 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 about which one? The one that was talking to you about um, broadcasting. Oh, that was, that was our friend Max Mead, you know, the, the show that you hear on Saturday morning on the station. Oh. Yeah. The good, he's the big King Shepherd expert that's on our station. And he's the one that had the famous show on Sunday Night out in New York. And uh, he has a show here on Yesterday USA, heard at, uh, let's see here, at 8 o'clock West Coast time. So it'll be 5, I guess it'll be 6 in the morning, your time, Saturday morning. Uh-huh. Yep, that's the station I heard on New York. Oh, yeah. He, yeah, he does a good job. He sure does. WBAI. He sure does. Yeah, he has some good stuff in his library. Yep. Of course, Patricia is so generous. She's trying to give him something, and he's probably got more than he needs. I don't know, you know, because... Patricia's a good soul. Huh? Patricia is a good soul. Yeah, that's right. I, I can just tell she's... <laughs> yeah, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Ron, you're so funny. 
You are, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to let Patricia go to bed because I know you are. It's really tough, man. I, I mean, there's no way, there's no way I could do a show up to five in the morning, Florida time. My goodness. Well, yes, you could, Ron. You don't have to. You you don't have to be on the air for it. You can do it from Hawaii. Yeah, that's true. You know that way it only be midnight. That's right. And for you, it's two o'clock. What time do you get up, pal? Well, I swept in today. I didn't get out of bed until after eleven. I had about I had about eight hours of sleep, and I won Patricia just before the show. I, I get, just by listening to your hours, I just keep you myself, I mean, you know. Well, I, I make I sure I didn't have anything else to do until 2 o'clock this afternoon. Yeah, now, tomorrow, mm-hmm. you guys are on at 10.30, I mean, um, what is it, 7.30 your time? Friday is, is, is um, Frank Pratee and I, and then John Rory, and then we have a live guest, Bob Colonna, Joey Colonna's son. And then uh, Saturday, Patricia, if she wakes up in time, will be on at 7.30 West Coast time. And then Sunday, Stuart Keenan, the little boy who started the Benny Allen feud, is going to be on live on Sunday night at 7.30. And then Patricia will be back Monday, New Year's Eve, at 7.30 West Coast time. Oh, my gosh. You You guys are really in for a lot of work, boy. And I can imagine the pay must be great. <laughs> what do you think, Patricia? What? The pay is great, as Ron said. The pay is great. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's good. Hey, listen, um, I'm going to let you guys go. I, I want you to know that I'm looking forward to our New Year's soiree, um, Eve soiree, when I call it Walden's. Twelve o'clock. <laughs> Walden's twelve o'clock. I mean, I'll, my ten o'clock. Walden's twelve o'clock. My three o'clock. I'll, I'll talk to you guys on Saturday. All right, Ron. You guys get to bed. We'll Ooh. talk to you later. Be <laughs> <laughs> well. We'll talk to you Saturday. Aloha. Aloha. All right. Let's get the music up. And we're gonna. Okay. Patricia, you want to say goodnight to everybody? Sure. There we go. Oh, you want me to? <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm just trying to find the right song. Oh, silly me. Good night, everybody. We will be here on Saturday. Um, and thank you for so many calls tonight. We really appreciate it. It's always fun to talk to our family. Good night. We'll be back on Saturday. Good night, Walden. And I'll be back Friday. Good night, Patricia. You did a one way over job. I don't know what I would do without uh, you. I'm awake. That's my good deed for tonight. It's your way. Get some sleep. We love you all, Thanks. everybody. Good night. The masquerade. Just make your mind up. The piper must. Be paid The party's over The candles flicker and dim You danced and dreamed through the night 
It's all over. 